0: Now we're live. All right. The metaverse? Were you in the, the Facebook meta now?
1: Well, yeah, to share it, right? Yeah.
0: Good times. Stupid meta. <laughs> right on. Um well, something's
1: want... going on with StreamYard in in meta today, right? Uh really? Isn't that what it said?
0: I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't get that one.
1: It it said something right when I logged on today. Um, on the stream yard
0: I don't know. I did not. Uh, I did not see that. So, all right. I'm ready when you are. We can make it do what it do.
1: All right. All shared
0: all right. already. I can't promise I'm with Trinity. I'm me either. So we're good. That's all right. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage. Let's do it. Shut up and sit down Boom <laughs> Although this morning It feels a little bit more like a BB gun But that's okay What's up everybody <laughs> <laughs> welcome, <Pew-pew>. to- <laughs> exactly. uh, welcome to Exactly Welcome uh, to Dopa Dharma As always this is Dharma Time on Tuesdays Well, I say always even though we haven't done it in a while But <laughs> Anyways, uh, he intentionally is always exactly exactly always. um he is uh the dope doctor and i am the dharma guy and together we are yeah. dope and dharma this is the dharma time hour brought to you on tuesdays live usually sort of, kind of <laughs> should be um, although if you are tuning in live i'd like to thank you all because you're missing out on mm-hmm. spain and morocco although last i checked it was zero zero for the world i'm Cup. not so missing out are-
1: i got it right there
0: Oh okay, um, that should be a good one, right? I mean, Spain. Well, I think Spain is a little bit overmatched for uh, Morocco. I think Spain's going to probably pull it out easily, but nothing yeah, like yeah. Brazil yesterday, though. My gosh, Brazil! That looked like the Harlem Globetrotters against the Washington Generals. Man, it was it was pretty bad. But anyways,
1: I, I love Brazil.
0: Yeah, they're you know, which is weird because they haven't won enough, right? Like they haven't won in a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but it's good. Let's do it for Pele, Brazil. Let's do it for Pele. He's sick in right? the hospital um legend brazilian legend perfect time to do it
0: sure uh so anyways as as we noted at the top of the show it's been a it's been a while since the last dharma time i I think it was in i want to say october we did one um we haven't done many of our shows actually uh we started last week we started doing the couch live again last week and this week Mm -hmm. on monday evenings for those of you keeping track uh you can catch it all out on um on uh, youtube and go to dope and dharma or we actually just redid our website so by all means go to wpsn99.com it's right there at the bottom of the screen you know uh, or no that's actually our facebook one by the way <laughs> wpsn99.com you can find it there as well um so if you're ever curious about so what other shows we're doing because we have uh this one of course dharma time we have the couch live on mondays um and then on fridays we typically try to do we the middle where we talk about uh, politics and, and, and other things that are happening.
1: Well, we have lots to talk about on that wrong, man. man we gotta yeah. do a, we gotta yeah. do a, we the middle show soon. yeah, uh, by the way, welcome uh Marissa. She's just got done with a workout. She's watching
0: on Facebook well, live right on tonight. very cool. Thank you for joining Marissa. Um, so anyway, let's just go ahead and dive right in, man. So um we uh there's been a lot of stuff happening, not only in the world but in our in our own lives as well. Um, and, and so I was kind of like, where do we want to start, right? It's our first Dharma time in a while, spirituality, like where do we start? And and uh, last night, uh, Dope Doctor over here kind of brought up a, a show topic that at first I was like, I didn't understand, but when he kind of uh, mentioned it, I think that was a perfect place to start, right? You know, Because it kind of encompasses what we're talking about as far as what's happening in the world and in our own lives and just everywhere else. And, and so the title of the show today is commit. And I, I, what we mean by that is whenever you find your your path whatever that may be right uh if it's a religious path if you found your religion if it's a spiritual path if you found your whatever your spiritual kind of you know uh, awakening or whatever it is uh you kind of have to commit to it right you, you kind of have to kind of go all in and and what we what i mean by that is is so when i first <clears throat> excuse me when i first came across buddhism I thought it was complete BS, going to be honest with you. Um, I was an atheist. No, I was raised in a Christian household. Um, at some point, that stopped answering questions for me. It just stopped, I stopped vibing with it for whatever reason. Um, and so I, I kind of went way far off the deep end as far as anti religious anything. So if it even had any religious undertones, I was anti. I didn't want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, my life started to kind of become more and more difficult and i needed something and so the idea of something bigger than myself made sense at that point and i found it um but when i first came across buddhism i uh, i just wasn't interested i was just like nah whatever man i'm good i don't need any of that stuff <laughs> um but the fact that it was around for thousands of years and it helped so many people like i didn't want to seem arrogant to the point where nope i'm the one that it can't help you know and so uh i looked into it and it made sense However, I'm the type of person that uh, I, I was skeptical. I didn't think it was going to work for me, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. I can't tell people it didn't work if I didn't try it. That's the kind of person I am. My integrity won't let me be like go into it halfway and, and not really do it and tell you it doesn't work because then I feel like somebody could always come to me and be like, well, you didn't even try it. you know. So like, I'm the type of person that if I'm going to tell you it doesn't work, I've legitimately dedicate some time and effort, and I really looked into it. And so uh, when when I started reading some of these ideas, like the Four Truths, the Full Path, um, I legit started doing them, right? Like I legitimately committed to it. Um, you know, I fought my instincts in certain situations, and I was like, okay, well, what I'm reading for, you know, what I'm reading is telling me to do this. What I want to do is <laughs> this is over yeah. here, but that hasn't been working for me. And if I'm really going to prove this thing wrong and prove that this is all BS and it doesn't work, then I'm going to have to actually do it that way. And, and that way I can have evidence to show, hey, I did it. It didn't work. So I started doing it that way. I fully committed he, he, against my better judgment, against my, my desires. I committed to this particular path and what it was telling me to do all in. And... Um, when you know it worked (laughs) like it started to work and start i started getting more yet to
1: be determined but okay i'll let let you go if it
0: worked well it it started (laughs) to. yeah um but it started to like i just started to get some inner peace right like my mentality didn't change yet like i I still believe certain things but i started feeling different like i didn't have as much angst in me i started getting more peace and and the only reason why i did is because i was doing something different so i was getting different results and and so, you know, I, I sat out to prove it wrong, but by fully committing, I actually reap the benefits. I reap the rewards of what fully committing does, and I would not have reached that. There would be no Dharma guy had I not initially fully committed to it, and that's what we're talking about. And so, there's so many people over the years that I've kind of talked to about this, and in, in um, both religious and non-religious contexts, right? So. I've only met, I'm going to probably gonna upset some people, but, uh, so I've met a lot of people who are in the religious world who have, uh, uh, dedicated aspects of their lives. But if you're being very nitpicky, oh. you can find areas that maybe they're not following it to a T right. And one can make the argument is we're humans, we're flawed or whatever. I've met one person in my life that I would say is pretty close to following it to a T. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah There's was a buddy of mine who's a jehovah's witness and and just some of the things he would do i felt were kind of weird and very strict um but when i would talk to him about it his answers were that's what the bible tells me so that's what i'm doing and and it wasn't convenient in many areas of his life but he was still doing it to whereas i know a lot of people who you know if it's a certain rule or a certain idea or whatever, and it's not convenient, then you're like, Oh, you know, that, that was old times is different. Now they explain it away. Right. And for certain things, it's very trivial and it doesn't really matter. But when you start getting to the heavier stuff, you really can't explain those things away you kind of need to do what they're telling you to do. Right. And, and the other example I would give is over the years, I would have people come to me and tell me spirituality doesn't work, be it, religion be it buddhism whatever it is they would come to me oh that stuff doesn't work I'm like really okay well what do you mean by that you know like how when was the last time you you read you know part of the book when was the last time you attended whatever ceremony or whatever it is and they would always have an excuse it always be like oh well you know i i was busy i did i couldn't do this or i couldn't do that i was like well it doesn't sound to me like you fully committed right it, it sounds to me like you like the idea of it But you didn't actually go through with it. You didn't really follow the precepts. You didn't really follow the path. And that's what we're talking about today. You know, if you find yourself in a difficult spot, but you have a higher power, be it religion or spirituality, are you really following the precepts of it? Are you really kind of, like if you're a a Christian, are you witnessing to others? Are you attending church? Are you praying on a regular basis? Are you reading the Bible on a regular basis? Um, If you're, if you're Buddhism, right? If you're, if you're Buddhist, are you, how often are you reading the, the, the word? How, how often are you, you know, cognizantly practicing the four truths Noble path? You know, are these things that you made a part of your daily life? And that's what I don't think people realize is much like, um, you know, like a foreign language. It's if you don't use it, you lose it. I was pretty fluent in Spanish and, and, and some French when I was younger, cause I was going through classes and i knew quite a bit that's
1: why you defend the french with me all the time
0: (laughs) no i'm just not a hate now it makes
1: sense
0: i just don't hate the soccer team i think they're gonna win again by the way i don't i don't
1: hate i'm just not a fan of the french
0: sure um but uh but anyway so i i I knew some of it uh, enough to have like basic full-on conversations with people and then as the years went by i didn't make it a part of my daily life i just i didn't really commit to the idea of knowing and, and being fluent so now, you know, I'll, I vaguely remember some things, but not enough to have a real full-on conversation. So the same thing with spirituality or, or whatever your path is, if you're not consciously making a choice to walk it every day, making it a part of your daily life, you'll start to kind of drift away from it, right? I mean, is, is that what you had in mind, by the way, when you brought it up, Mr. Dope Doctor?
1: Yeah, well, exactly what you explained, because I, I think whatever you do, uh, you should commit. I mean you know i constantly use the the analogy of a trick on a bike like what you used to do right like you know right. uh, or the tricks that i thought i was trying to do on a bike uh you know <laughs> I, I i when i wrecked really bad i didn't fully commit to the jump or the climb uh that was my extent of my right. stunts on a bike was either climbing like caliche mountain uh, or, or, or a jump. And, and if you didn't commit, you, you're going to go back down that mountain backwards, sideways, yeah. roll down, or, uh, on a, on a jump, you're, you're going to land wrong and you're going to bounce and hurt and fall. Uh, <laughs> so the only way to really do things is by commitment and, and it's yeah. no different in life. I'm not a plan B kind of person with certain things with career. I don't think you should be a plan B. Now that's not saying put all your eggs in one basket. What I'm saying is mentally. And physically, you just you do what you want to do. No plan B. If you want to play music uh, and you say, I want to be a musician, blah, blah, blah. That's what I want to do for the rest of my life. But then you go work at a restaurant and you go, you know, get an, uh, you know, an accounting degree, you know, whatever. you're not fully committing. Now, I'm not you think you're playing safe. And I know your family and your parents probably says you got to get a degree. You got to have a job just in case a lot of people don't make it, but if you want to play music, it's not about making it. It's about playing music. So whether you're that person that at 50 years old, you're still playing dive bars, uh, or you're the rock star, uh, that's irrelevant. The money is irrelevant at that point. If what you really want to do is play music because little money or a lot of money, uh, you'll, you'll find a way to live with both by the way. Uh, so that's not the issue. And it's no different with spirituality or faith, uh, sobriety, recovery, uh, working on mental illness, whatever, whatever your, your challenge is, uh, whatever you're trying to do, if you don't fully commit to it, then you're half-assing it. And if you half-ass, you get, you know, half measures of illness, nothing is what so many of us say, right? You get nothing out of it. And then you blame the process rather than trusting the process and commit to it. Like there's a reason you got size 36 arms, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, and that's because real early on when you had, you know, my size arms, like when you were five, uh, you started lifting your rattle and you knew, <laughs> wow, I'm going to I'm going to keep lifting my rattle with this arm and lifting my bottle with this arm. Right, and, I'm gonna, tr- and I'm going to trust the process. And then and as time went on, you're a beast. You're a monster. Uh, the, the growing the beard. It started off as, you know, stubble. And then you allowed the stubble to grow into hair, and then you allowed the hair to get past the itchy stage. Then you allowed it to get longer and longer to the point where it got to to your beard. Right. Uh, I'm still astonished when people look at someone like with a beard like you. Oh man, that's impressive. What's impressive is that you committed. That's the <laughs> impressive part. Right. Your hair would grow too, people. Yeah, just you choose to like at some point say I I I can't do this. I'm not willing to go through the the weird stage or the ugly stage or the stage that I don't want and it's Remember. no different with spirituality. If you don't commit to it, it cannot help you when you need it most. And let me tell you something we all get to the point. Every human on this friggin' planet gets to the point where you're in a foxhole of some type and you require something. And if you have faith right there that you, you that you've that you've learned that earlier, some point in time of your life you said that you wanted to belong to or commit to and you can't use it while you're in that foxhole, then why even have it? Why have it? It's like pulling out an empty gun and aiming it at me. You <clears> just <throat> screwed up because if you're not firing that weapon, I'm gonna grab that thing from you and I'm gonna knock the hell out of you out with the butt of that gun. Can I say that I, on the Buddhist show and I brought it into violence? Isn't that say weird? whatever you want, man? But 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 that's the truth, right? Like if you're gonna pull it out, use it. If you're gonna have it, use it. Right. And that's the only way
0: to even have it to, in my opinion. And you even use profanity, and, and we're good because we're not on oh, Monday man, night.
1: They, dude, last night, you know, our, our guests, on, on, uh, you know, on Monday yeah. nights, people, we're on actually radio station, yeah. and you can't, and, and and look, this is the, the you know, I, I've gotten so used to being like this, the the the, the, the I can cuss here, right? Yes. Well, yes. some of our guests aren't used to that transition, so if they come, yeah. like, on this show, they can cuss, they go on that yeah. show, and it's like, all right, there's rules now, right? Yeah. There's FCC out there, and the, yeah. you know, I'm not paying a fine dr
0: uh dr Pachardo did what twice i think he said yeah but he's going to spain he ain't paid the <laughs> yeah. fine. oh man um no he but you're three you times know. i think <laughs> you're right though um on a religious station by the way that's a god <laughs> you know that kind of yeah. thing right? um no you're right actually using the example for instance of of uh you know uh doing stunts and things things of that nature right um you know, oftentimes, you know what I'll never, there's a, um, God, this was years ago now show biggest loser back in the day. I was watching it and they were trying to, you know, for those of you aren't aware, I guess biggest loser take, you know, really large, morbidly obese individuals. Uh, they train them and do things and help them lose weight. Um, so there's a, there was a moment where they were all going to jump in to this pool and, and, and do laps or whatever it was. And, it's this moment stuck out in my head because it was the prime example of not committing and the disastrous results that can come from it. Uh, They were supposed to just jump off uh, in, in like, I think they were supposed to use like a diving board or something. I don't remember, but bottom line is they were supposed to jump off. And and for the most part, most people just ran and jumped and they were fine. But there was one person who was terrified of jumping into the water. They were terrified of getting hurt. Um, And so they ran up like they were going to just commit and jump off. But about halfway, they decided not to, and they tried to stop. Well, in doing so, they slipped, and they actually hurt themselves. Um, and so the idea was, if they had just committed and gone through with it and went all out, they would have been fine. They would have jumped, everyone went fine, and, and yeah. no big deal. But because they didn't commit, they kind of like changed their mind, or they half-assed committed, as we said earlier. Uh, they actually slipped, and their worst thought came true. They actually got hurt, right? um much in the same way of like vehicles one of the things i had to teach my kids when i'm teaching them how to drive if you're going to pull out into traffic or if you're going to change lanes you got to commit you can't you can't decide about halfway uh pulling out into traffic that oh i don't want to do this you can't it's too late now now you're gonna now you're a a problem now you're going to get somebody hurt or an accident if you're going to go if you make the decision to do it you got to go right and so the same thing with when it comes to spirituality or whatever. You can't half-ass it. If you half-ass it, then you're going to get bad results. Um, right. You know what does she say? Uh, the fear inside makes you manifest exactly what you're afraid of, and uh, and you prove your reservations and insecurities right. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Marissa, watching on Facebook Live, made that comment. Um, but it's true, man. You know, I, I see it so often. Like especially when it comes to spirituality, I see it in the sense that I can't tell you how many people over the years that I've done stuff with, be it in groups or even one-on-one stuff. and they hear all right so they're not doing well currently which is why they're reaching out for help okay Mm -hmm. awesome good idea but then when you start to help them say look you know here's a path and it makes sense they're like yeah that that sounds pretty cool but then they don't want to change anything right like they hear the path they think it's great but when it comes time to actually choose it and, and start implementing it that's when they want to start trying to keep all their old ways that got them in those old problems in the first place Mm -hmm. and that you can't do, you know, if you want something different, you're going to have to do something different. And, and you know, these cliches, they sound cool, but they're true, right? They're around for a reason. You know, you can't half-ass it, man. Um, you know, for me, that's, (laughs) that's so, and I'm not, I'm not that dude that half-ass things. If I make my mind up to do something, I am that guy that goes in full fledged, right? So when I decided spirituality was going to work for me, when I looked into it, um, once again I just dipped my toes at first, and then as I started reading things, it started making sense on an intellectual level. Like I didn't agree with it, but I could understand the science behind it, if you will. So when I finally made the decision, like okay, well this makes enough sense where I really want to do this, dude. I I read way too many books. <laughs> I watched there's like a ten hour documentary. I watched it, uh, almost all in one sitting, like I committed, you know, I went all in and, and I had this massive transformation in my life relatively quickly. It's not something that took me 10 years. It took me more more than 10 years to get to where I'm at currently, but to make that initial adjustment where I started experiencing peace, I started experiencing what a, a healthy spiritual path can, you know, provide you. I started feeling that really early within the first like couple weeks to a couple months. I started feeling like, whoa, there's something to this. Mm. That that doesn't mean I didn't make mistakes. That doesn't mean I didn't get off the path occasionally, but like I had enough that I knew that okay, this is something I need to be doing. And and that's because I fully committed. You know, I, I made sure every day I read some stuff. Like, a matter of fact, at the time when I first got into it, I was working nights. I had a newborn uh, and another one on the way. I had a bad relationship, um, but so I couldn't sit there for six, seven hours and really kind of focus on stuff. So what I did instead was every night there was some quiet time. You know, instead of vegging out or watching TV or whatever, I would crack the book and I would read. You know, I, I tried to read a chapter a day, but what I did was because I, you know, too often and maybe whoever's watching this, maybe you guys make the same mistake uh i would sometimes read stuff to get through it not to understand it other words i would read it just to say yeah i read a chapter did i did i really (laughs) understand what i just read no i read it so what i would do is i would try to read a a couple pages a day more if i could get through it but i would read it multiple times to really wrap my head and, and understand the philosophy in which they're trying to get me to understand i wasn't just reading it to finish the page i was reading it like okay what were they saying to me What am I taking out of this? And so it took me a while to read the book because once again, my first read through, I probably read it four times my first read through. And then since then over the years, I've read that same exact book. Oh my gosh, man. I probably probably read that particular book. I'd say at least 15, 20 times over the years. And, And each time I've gotten something different from it. You know, I'm at a different point in my spiritual journey to where something speaks to me a little bit differently, or I understand it differently. Um, do I sit down and read it from front to back like that every, no, I mean, but over the years I've read here and read a chapter or whatever. Um, and then of course, multiple other books and, and, and documentaries, things of that nature. The point is you got to commit, man. You can't half-ass it. You really can't. Cause what's going to happen is you'll get into it. It makes sense. You start to try it, but then you don't want to give up the, the conveniences that you've grown accustomed to. Right. Um, as a fitness journey or fitness trainer, there was a meme that I used to post that I thought was hilarious. Uh, and it says, I would do anything to lose weight except for change my diet and exercise. <laughs> you know, and that's if that's not indicative of us as human beings, right? We get complacent, we get into our little habits and we want different, but we're reluctant to make the changes to get that difference. And when we do, we kind of like we test it a little bit. And if we get any sort of like friction whatsoever, or if it's not immediately comfortable, oh, I'm not, yeah, it doesn't work. I tried that. But, you didn't. You tried it for like an hour. You know, <laughs> you dipped your right. toes, and it's like, no, I'm good. You got to commit. You got to go for it. You did the equivalent of pulling out the traffic halfway and then stopping. And say, no, I'm good. I tried. No, you didn't. You know, and and so I think I, I see that so much, and so I'm glad you brought the uh, the idea up last night because um I do think that's a good place to start because I think right now, gosh, dude, it's been rough, right? Like COVID, I think kicked off this weird thing that we're all living with now i think i think the the ripple effect of what covid caused is still happening i think locking people away for the amount of time that we wore and and, and kind of being shut off uh, uh hurt us of course financially for a lot of people but then mentally i think it really did a number on us our children everybody and i think we're all still kind of recovering from that like we all have covid quarantine ptsd right now Um, and I don't mean to say that in a light humored way, but like, I, I look around and I talk to people and I see things like it really impact. I don't think we are fully aware the depths to which that really impacted us as a society. Um, and, and I, I see a lot of people struggling and, and with politics, of course, and we're getting ready to have a presidential election here in this country, um, which is going to get probably nasty for some people. Uh, so I really think that right now is a good time. If if you're struggling to find something, find a spiritual thing for yourself and, and fully commit, figure out what that looks like and, and walk that path. What do you think, man? Have you seen some of the same stuff? Cause you travel a lot. So
1: yeah. And in, and in traveling is where I saw the PTSD from COVID more, to be honest with you, um, especially in the Northeast. Um, when I went up to the Northeast area, the Jersey, New York, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Maryland, Delaware, that whole area. Right. Um, probably more so the jersey new york area to be honest with you really? the amount of ptsd and all the nursing staff and the medical staff well, I that bet. i that i yeah. speak to you, um when i start when i mention that like when i cuz it's part of when i speak i get into some of uh you know medical and nursing obviously cuz i'm talking about a medication a lot of times so so uh when i get into that i could see it in their face and and then when i speak to them afterwards uh i realize that it's not just the 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 quarantining part, um, which obviously a lot of people just did not deal with that well.
0: Yeah,
1: and are still deal- still struggling with that. But the death, the yep. death, and the fear yep. of death, the fear of death in some people. Uh, I, I take it for granted how I don't fear death. Um, <laughs> Same. In in in, and I used to wear it as a badge of courage, like a cockiness. So I probably did fear death, but I would like be arrogant and cocky about it, like to not fear it. Um, but when I watch how others have responded to the fear of death that we just all experienced, I do realize, wow, it became a thing for me. So at first it might've been fake for me, you know, as a little kid, but then it became real at some point it became real, uh, in that childhood. Uh, and so I really don't have that same fear that some of these people are still terrified and they're absolutely terrified. Uh, and, and I have to respect that in getting back to the theme of committing to, to not only your faith, but to something, it's like, you know, you're living, right? So don't live to die. Don't live in fear yep. of dying. We are all dying. That yep. is a guarantee. We cannot escape that truth. But the other side of that truth is today you are living. Right now you are living and breathing. And let me tell you something. You have to honor that. I feel, at least it's my opinion. You have to honor and cherish that breath. Because there is somebody that would love to give one minute of your life to another individual that they lost. Just one minute. And that 60 seconds of life in another individual would be an amazing gift to somebody else. And here I can be, and I can be flippant about it. Like it meant nothing. Just wasting it away. Doing nothing with it. And so it's those moments where where I can get deep within my own brain and be like, man, I have to I have to I have to walk my own path. I have to cherish this moment. I have to understand that uh, there is no plan B. I'm living. There's no alternative life. This is the life. This is the life I have been given. This is the the body. This is the family. This is the structure in which I have dedicated hours and hours of passion and 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 and. Uh, uh, energy to i have to commit to me there the, you know if i was a little teenager or a, a child i can be flippant i can be um uh, non-committal i could still be looking for a path you know but i'm not that person there's way too many individuals dependent upon me but nobody more than me to me because i have to live another day i mean i was watching i don't know have you seen that this movie last night that dana put on Um, uh, what did she put on it was it called um we're okay or we're fine i think or everybody's fine everybody's fine that's what it is uh it's a robert de niro drew barrymore these actors are in everybody's fine and i and, I, and halfway in it i'm like looking at her i'm going this is a very sad movie <laughs> and she's like what do you mean i said well, because it's the, the 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 theme of it and and I'm not going to give it away, but everybody's fine. Just just look it up, Google it, watch it. <laughs> it, it trust me, it, it's one of these things that, as an older person, I'm looking at. It and I go getting old is can be lonely, can be very even if you have family, even if you have loved ones around you, even if you have things that you've built in a good way, because life changes. People grow, they get their own path, they go upon their own direction, just like I did, you know, just like my parents did, and the parents before them. I mean, there's a really look. We're not in Spain. Look, I'm watching Spain, but we're not in Spain. What? What is that? Are you
0: talking about the 2009 one?
1: Is that what it is? Oh my god, dude! Dude, I just saw it. Dude,
0: you, you gotta get it. some new movies in your life.
1: Dude, I had nothing to do with it. I mean, I'm sitting there, and I'm one <laughs> one minute I'm working. You know, I get off the show, and Dana's like, hey, you know, let's watch this movie. Um, I'm like, all right, it was, it was actually really good. Um, right on. but 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 you know what I'm saying is that there's this there's a, you know and by the way old movies are you're going to tell me old movies aren't good you, you no, haven't I didn't
0: I, did, I didn't say that I didn't say that cuz I'll still watch some older movies I did not I, say that
1: I, I've watched the godfather probably just as many times as you've read your four truths. <laughs> <laughs> at least parts of it not in whole but at least like another 10 minutes of it
0: Luca Protzi sleeps with the fishes <laughs>
1: that's why you know that line uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> but anyway um so, yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I think that uh, in, in relation to this, you know, I don't I don't look if you're out there and you have a different faith, if you're a Catholic, a Christian, a Muslim, uh, Jewish, you, you know, I don't rarely see. I rarely see, you know, you brought up a Jehovah's Witness and I'll tell you something about religions like that. Um, there's certain religions that I, I find less and less people that are flipping about their religion and faith, right. uh, you know, um, I don't see a lot of certain religions cheat a lot like I was raised. And, you know, I'm not I'm not blaming the faith I was raised in. I I happen to like it because you can kill somebody and apologize for it later. It was, it, <laughs> just to me it was, I just had to, you know, say some Hail Marys and go in that little booth And I'm good, you know, and, and you know, don't don't hate. Don't send me the hate mail. Just keep it to yourself. Let I still do doctor at you. <laughs> I, I still I, I like it. I But the fact that I was raised with something gave me something the fact that i was raised with something gave me something Uh, it it taught me respect of other faiths even even of that one and it taught me respect of doctrine even of that i don't have to believe in it but i will respect yours and i will respect the process of uh, of the ritual and 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 i think what, what what i like about buddhism has always been and i've loved it since college when i learned about it was the fact that there was a lot of common sense attached to it, without a lot of the 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 grandeur that I was that I was raised with. You know, it didn't have all the flair, it didn't have the leadership, it didn't have all the rules. Yet it had some common sense things that I could commit to, so I did very early on. Now I didn't know because I'm not a practicing Buddhist, but one could say, yeah, I I I do practice Buddhism because I practice a lot of the same things that are Buddhist. Yeah philosophies i think um, a lot of people do within yeah within within my life i i I, and so i have committed to certain things uh of how to live for myself and for others and that has reaped the rewards so yeah
0: yeah uh, and there's something i want to i want to touch on that you said earlier Uh, it just made me think of of my own life in that sense um you said you know everybody's living right in, in are they, you know like i know for me i got into a, a, a point in my life um where i was so fixated on just doing this and getting through the day that i really wasn't living i was surviving right like yeah. i was surviving through the day right. and and i got accustomed to that and i thought that that's what life really that was it like your choice is either death or surviving um you know because i had no shortage of drama or things that just weren't working in my life like you know like most people right you know i could look around and just be like yo this sucks this sucks i don't like that this is difficult um you know and those are all true right but that doesn't mean that's all you can focus on right like there is a way you don't have to suffer from stuff right and for me that's what spirituality more in particular buddhism brought to me right. was this notion that yeah things can suck that doesn't mean you have to suffer from it right you know you can acknowledge it and move on with your day right and so that's when i found out for me this little rut that i found myself in this complacency i was i thought i was like yeah i'm living i'm alive man right. but i wasn't i was surviving i was avoiding death every day but i wasn't really living my life and for me that's why i think spirituality and committing to it is so important right because when you start to commit to it and you start to kind of go through these things it's like uh the, the great deon sanders right i love prime time if you look good you feel good if you feel good you play good right it's all it's all connected like
1: even just like with, he committed to jackson uh, state
0: no, i was kidding <laughs> he did and then now he's committed to uh, That's you right. know, Colorado. Yeah. but uh but anyways uh, um you know it, it's I don't know. I just I I think it's uh uh, we get so complacent. We get so wrapped up in things, and we start to think that this is what life is, and and why even bother, right? Or this is going to fail too, or this is going to, you know. And and you're right. If that's the path that you've chosen, if that's the mindset that you have, you're right. That's what's going to happen to you, you know. But if you choose a different mindset. And you practice different things, then you'll get different things. That's just mm-hmm. part of that's just part of it. Now I'm not telling you if you practice different things, you're gonna love all those new things, right. but they will be different. <laughs> you know they're, they're gonna be different than what you had yesterday. right <clears throat> and, and we all think we do it, right? Like we all think we're committing. <laughs> yes,
1: you, you know what I'm saying Like like uh, right now when you were talking, you know what came in my head is that that uh, there was a when I had the when I had the record label and we had the, the, the group Bear clan signed, right? We had a song. Uh, and don't get mad at me, p- another hate mail. I'm like looking for hate mail today. <laughs> right? So, so there was a song called Player's Definition on on, on, uh, on the album that we were working on, right? And, and it had a lyric and it would say, money, hose, and clothes. That's all this player knows, <laughs> right? So so think about that. So here's a group that before any appearance or performance or or taping or anything, they would pray. Then they'd go into the booth and sing money hose and clothes. <laughs> That's all this player knows that that just hit me as ironic. And I didn't even think about it. So right when you were speaking, it reminded me we thought we thought that we had our priorities in check. This is what we're living for. All things be glory to God. You know, they would say all these things. You know, they would they would they wow. would constantly be of faith. But then the way they were living. Because I watched it <laughs> <laughs> was not <laughs> there was nothing faith driven about the lifestyle right. these brothers were living and And so which led to the demise of the group. In the, in the sure. group. But, but 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 that's that's one of the things that we feel because we do a prayer every once in a while or we fear. Well, I mean, we feel because we, we do some sort of ritual. That is faith-driven. <laughs> that that excuses all other behavior because we have this excuse on the back end that says we're all yep. flawed and we all are sinners, right? So right. you could say we're all flawed and we're all sinners, and that's what the excuse we use whenever we fail. But some of you already have planned to fail. You knew damn well you were going to yep. sin. You planned to sin. You excuse your sin. And I'm using sin because that's the way I was raised. Obviously, sure. the doctrines I was raised. It's it's, it's not something that, that you use in your practice or whatever. Unskillful. But, but yeah, yeah. There you go. So 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 it's not that we we have said. We knew we were unskillful, so we just behaved unskillfully on purpose. That's not <laughs> yeah. committing that's that's no. that's committing to excuse making and to being as flawed as you are and and I'm not saying I live perfectly, I know i don't you know uh we all we all don't live perfectly, but mine is working for me Ma'am. I'm not an unhappy person I'm not a depressed person I'm not an anxiety ridden person I had a lot of anxiety and, and and anger and frustration and angst like you said earlier and I do not have that anymore so what I've done is working for me all we ask in this life is if if something is working for you keep doing it and do more of it but if it ain't working you know, there's no medication out there that's going to give it to you there's no there's no counseling and therapy that's going to give it to you it's it's those things in combination with you making the changes that will give it to you i should have said none of that alone would give it
0: to you right it's
1: a combination of things because everything is a combination of things
0: yeah no i mean you're uh, 100 right right like for for myself like what changed for me wasn't even my all my actions per se, because I still uh, participate in things that are unskillful. I mean, sometimes knowingly and sometimes unknowingly. Um, but for me, what me what what changed in my life was the like the second part of the Eightfold Path. Right is uh, is right intention. Right intent means you got to stop coming from anger, greed, fear, loss, things of that nature, and you got to purposely cultivate or come from love, compassion, kindness, generosity. Right, um, and that's your intent. And and so for me. That's the point that matters, right? Is is my intent going into something is what matters more than the outcome. And what I mean by that is it doesn't mean that, that I can go around and, and and ruin people's days just because I had some good intent and be like, oh, it oh, sucks for you. No. What that means is my intent is is I've got to come from a place of love and compassion wow. for myself and those around me. And sometimes I don't. And then and, and so when I don't do that the end result is not what i wanted it to be and right. then i'm honest with myself it's like oh you know what i kind of snapped in that situation i wasn't coming from love and compassion and that's when i have to own it and i tell the person you know hey you know what my bad dude. i was kind of stressed out I, I took it out on you know i'm sorry for that <clears throat> but if i do come from a place of love and compassion and then that person heard something other than what i said i don't get i'm not as attached anymore to the outcome you know, If if, it, if it, they went off and, and, and got upset about it, like, look, man, I'm, I'm sorry you took it that way, but that's not what I right. said, and that's not where I was coming from. I can rest in knowing that I did my part. I can rest in knowing, like, I'm not in control of the outcome. I'm only in control of mm-hmm. how I present myself. The problem, though, is too many times we're not aware of that. Too many times we think that we're coming from love and compassion, and we're really not. You know, whatever was said or done kind of upset you, so you came back with a pretty snarky remark or, some sort of, uh, you know, insult or some sort of like low blow to that person and it hurt them. And you're like, Hey man, I was just, cu-. no, you weren't. And that's the point where you got to be honest with yourself. Did you truly commit to that path? Did you truly live that way? Like for instance, uh, uh, if you're uh, from a biblical perspective, what you just did, what you just said, was it really Christ-like really like take a step back, take, don't worry about the context and how you felt. Just look at what happened. Did you come from a Christ-like perspective? And if you did great more often than not, I think you'll notice that maybe you didn't, you know, maybe, maybe you're a little upset. Maybe you're a little stressed out and you said, or did something that you shouldn't have. That's what I'm talking about is, is having that mindset of being honest with yourself of what was your intent when you did that. And, and so for me, you know, a lot of the end results are not always what I want them to be in every aspect, but I can take solace in knowing what my intent was. I'm coming from a good place. I did come out of love and compassion. And anytime I don't, and sometimes I don't, right? I'm unskillful like everybody else. Shoot, I'm still stubborn, man. So there's some days, man, where I purposely choose the unskillful one. <clears throat> Maybe I am heated, and I knowingly, like, nope, this is not a good idea. But I'm gonna do it anyways because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm stubborn, whatever. But in those moments, I can at least come back almost immediately and be like, ah, you know, that was my bad. Like I was upset, and I, and I can, and I can own it. And I think mm-hmm. the people around me are aware of that. And, and, and they get it because we're all human. You know, they'll give me some grace in those moments. Uh, but the point is being aware of that, being mindful of that is part of my path. And so when uh, when those moments happen, I can be aware because I fully committed to it. In other words, I'm not trying to justify it. I'm not trying to do something and then say, well, you know, hey, this person did this. And no, man, at the end of the day, I, I I chose the wrong path. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I was unskillful in that moment and I shouldn't have. Right. And then that to me is part of the commitment process as well. Um, and just to reiterate about the whole, you know uh, things are connected, right? I don't want I don't wanna, I don't wanna uh, tell people not to do the religious things, excuse me. <clears throat> like um, like you said before, like praying every day and then going out and doing this other stuff, right? Um, that's always possible. But what I have noticed though, is the little things kind of matter, right the the reading of the book on a daily basis. Uh, other words, is it possible? To read a passage of whatever your spirituality is, and then turn around and go be unskillful and do something crazy. Well, of course that's possible. However, what you'll notice though is if you're mindful and you you uh, purposely take a moment out of every day to dedicate to whatever your path is, what you will notice is you're less likely then to go and do that crazy stuff later on. Right. It's not impossible, but you're setting your intent early on, right? Like an in, in example. uh uh, the thing that probably the most surprising thing that i found out in my fitness journey right when i opened up my my fitness company years ago i thought it was just about helping people look better really that's all i thought it was my goal was to help people lose weight or um put on muscle or whatever it might be and so over the years i don't know i I think i did the math one time it was like several hundred thousand pounds i've helped people lose over the years Mm -hmm. um yeah it's ridiculous but the point is the thing that i'm most proud of and the thing that i'm most shocked by when i look back is the lives that were changed right and that i never understood like i never comprehended that going into it i thought that this person you know this this dad coming to me wanting to lose some weight uh uh, to just feel better about himself or this this mom coming to me wanting to lose and 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 so we got started right? I'm helping them lose weight and I'm teaching them how to stay consistent. I'm teaching them how to be mindful of what they're eating and and kind of make all these little kind of almost ritualistic changes in their day. Meaning like before you eat, think about this or track it or all these other things, little things that seemingly mean nothing. But with those little things, what they added up to was like accountability, consistency. And so those same people, when I talk to them, you know, months or even years later, you know, sometimes their fitness journey kind of stayed with them and sometimes it faltered a little bit but what i was most amazed about was the changes that happened in the rest of their life because of those changes because they started doing these little like ritualistic consistent things where they're putting themselves first they started to kind of some of them are getting you know their family are happier now they're getting their jobs back they're all these other changes that seemed to be completely unrelated to if they went to the gym today or if they tracked their food or not um, and, 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 on face value, they are unrelated, but the way they are related is the mentality of, I'm going to intentionally do something mm-hmm. for myself. I'm going to, con- I'm going to intentionally keep this consistency, making it important for me, which then by default or by proxy leads to other things. And so that's kind of why I think it's important to fully commit. That's why it's important. If you're trying to walk a religious path or a spiritual path start your day with something that's related to that because what you're doing is you're setting your intent you know you're setting your intent for the day it's easy to get caught up in stuff and forget oh yeah i'm trying to be this you know like Mm. it it is man even for me i'm the dharma guy dude but if i don't like if i don't do something through the day to kind of remind myself i can get so caught up in the drama of life that i can i can look back at my day sometimes be like dang dude this wasn't really a skillful day for me you know, and, and and that's why it's important even for me and for everybody to start your day off with the intent. Start set the intent right off the bat, man. You know, if you're if you're a Christian individual, read a passage of the Bible or something, or read like some scripture. If you're if you're Muslim, same thing, read some of the Quran. Um, whatever it is, your spirituality in today's world with all these apps and everything else, there's there are ways for you to incorporate it into your daily life very right. easily. And that's how you set your intent, right? It's a much mm-hmm. of the same as uh, like gratitude, right? start off your day thinking something you're grateful for. And if you start every day off listing like a couple of things that you're thankful for that day, what you'll notice is, is when at the end of the day, when you look back, you might notice that you're a little less negative throughout the day, right? Because you didn't start out thinking, Oh God, dude, I got to go to work. I got to do this. It's stupid. You didn't start off thinking that way. You start off thinking, man, I'm grateful for this. I like this. I'm happy for this, which then led to how you interacted with everybody throughout the day. And, it, and it's like a ripple effect. And that's what I mean by commitment. You got to commit to it, man. You got to commit to this idea that I want different in my life. And and if you do the little things, you'll notice that eventually they'll add up for me. I never, in a, <laughs> I never in a million years thought that I would be practicing any spirituality, let alone being the Dharma guy. Like a matter right. of fact, when Louie first brought it up to me, I laughed at him. I was like, what? No, <laughs> that's not who I am. Um, but I just did the little things. I wanted different. I realized I wasn't happy where I was at, and I made little changes consistently enough, and I kept doing it, kept doing it, and I fully committed. And then, you know, 10, 15, I don't know how, it's been at least 15 years now. It could be longer. I look back, and I'm like, wow, you know, look at the journey I've been on, and look at the way people perceive me. So, But, let's,
1: but, but let's correct that. I, I You said, yeah, you said you weren't that guy, and I said you are that guy just just be see yourself. As guy. yeah ex- well but you're already living it is what i'm saying in other words right. you didn't i didn't say that and then you went and manifested it and created it i mean you're already being that you're already speaking like that you're already doing all that and so all i did is offered you a venue uh yeah. and a place and put people in front of you for you to just be yourself with uh and then naturally it came out um right you know uh which is interesting because we both planned very differently i remember uh you've gotten a lot more like me and in, in these past few years, uh, so I apologize for that.
0: Um, <laughs> you're you a bad influence, man. To, I
1: am a bad influence. Uh, you used to be, uh, you know, you had to have a plan. You made lists. You know, you, you, oh, you, I still you, do. That. You're just very not yeah, you, find, you, just, you. you just don't tell me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you were very structured, and, and uh, so I thought that was really cool. Uh, but it's it's the natural, right? It's it's the natural stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think that's why we get along so well. I think we get along so well because we're just, at the end of the day, you know, we could turn off the microphones, turn off cameras and, and we're still ourselves, right? We're still who we are. Yeah. And, and, and that's why we do it the way we do it. Um, I mean, we could obviously do it differently. Uh, I definitely could do it commercially. Uh, <sighs> you know, I just never really enjoyed the commercial, uh, right. life of this. Um, I ne- I never really liked it. I didn't want to sell soap. Um you know, uh, all those early shows and TV shows that I did the couch live in the, in the, uh, early two thousands. Um, it, it, I felt like I was selling soap for somebody. Um, right. you know, they, they, they want you to dance like a monkey, but they wanted to, they wanted to create the monkey. They wanted to own the monkey. And I'm like, that's not the monkey I choose to live at as, and I think the same thing with faith. I think you have to be the monkey you are, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I'm a, I'm faith driven because it feels good uh i i like that you brought up bookending the day because i really believe in bookending the day not only in the morning but in the night uh right. you know if it could be something as simple as uh you know when you do your whole morning routine uh, cuz everybody has a morning routine whatever that is i don't <laughs> yeah. know some of you brush your teeth some of you don't uh and everybody has a night routine some of you brush your teeth some of you don't uh but your morning and night routine are pretty consistent if you look at it you're you're probably pretty consistent in your morning and night routine yeah. uh, so it's the easiest place to add something faith-driven It's the easiest place to add gratitude and appreciation, uh, because you're already do that routine. Uh, you, you don't forget. And a matter of fact, uh, you've probably noticed that if you break that routine somehow, you'll forget something out of that routine because you, 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 you you brought it out of order. You can't like, I have to do it in the same order, like, like, or else I'm going to forget, you know what I mean? So, so, so (laughs) I hate, putting on deodorant after i have a shirt already on I hate it I hate it it's it's annoying you know what i mean P- pulling my shirt inside s- my shirt to put deodorant on is annoying i want to do it while my shirt is still off you know but not before i'm dry like there's an order
0: <laughs> you know what Bruh, I mean? hold on man i gotta i gotta but you are uh 100 on and i don't think most people even little things right like if you're watching this just is like a, a a homework right because it's happened to me a few times, like on accident, and I've noticed it in the middle of it. Next time you're in the shower, start with the opposite arm. Oh no, just start with the opposite arm. Whatever you start washing off, start with the other one and see what happens. Because one time, <laughs> I was, so my wife likes to shower together. Hey, right? she. And saving water, whatever. Um How do you guys fit? Wait a minute. <laughs> no, it's not. Dude, it's it's so not
1: comfortable, man. I just stayed at a place in Vegas that you would love, by the way. It had two opposite <laughs> ones on either end, two separate that, controls. That would have been cool.
0: On our honeymoon, when we uh when we were in Vegas, we had this massive. Oh, it was beautiful. Anyways, um, but because of that, like, because of the close quarters, sometimes I have to like you know adjust differently, and it like ruins the whole shower for me. I don't even feel clean afterwards because it, it messed with my routine of how i do it i literally don't even feel clean like i right. feel just gross afterwards right. sometimes right. and so you know for so for those of you watching it just to prove our point the next time you shower start with another arm or right. or next time you brush your teeth try to do it with the opposite hand and just right. see what happens <laughs> Go ahead. It's,
1: look it, it's that it's those things and and look you didn't develop that overnight nope. and you didn't develop it because you wanted to develop it you know somewhere the training began, and you've done it your entire life. Now imagine that being true for feeling grateful and respectful to all life and your own life. Just just imagine that, you know, uh, it would change your perspective. Some of you are getting ingrained in in the perspective of the external doctrines instead of the internal doctrines. And what I mean by external doctrines, I mean by, by politics and and stuff like that. You get, you're getting fixated on that. And so you start looking at something like a hunter and, and, and viewing them as a, is a bad person rather than appreciating a hunter in the hunt. And what a hunter in the hunt does, they always thank the kill. They appreciate the kill. They, they respect the kill. They respect the nature, but somehow the doctrines of the world have, have even turned those individuals as if they hate nature, hate the world, yeah. hate the planet, hate people. That, that's, not, that's not a truth. And those are the things that we get guided to. We get guided mm-hmm. and manipulated and, and pushed in directions. And that's when you're not set in your faith, you can easily be moved in a direction of hate. You think you're love, but you're existing in hate. Without you even knowing it. Yeah, you think you, you're a, a good person, But you're constantly feeling negative about others. You think you're an inclusive person that you include others and you're a diverse person, but you are only that to those that agree with you or like you or look like you. You think you don't. You think because you don't want to be a book judged by its cover that you're doing that. Yet you judge books by its cover. And so those are the things that when you're when you're when you're committed to your faith, you're committed to whatever doctrine you wrote for yourself or you chose to read and believe in that, that that someone has written before you and walked that path before you and then follow that path, whatever it is, follow it, follow it, because I guarantee the more you dig into how you really behave, how you really speak, you know, regardless of intent, how you really forcing others to respond to you you're not going to be 100 okay with it as a counselor as a person that does therapy for a living and helps people on a daily basis i constantly redirect just some words that they said and it changes the whole conversation because they didn't realize what they said and and how that can make someone feel and not only that how it really makes them feel about what the others just said we're constantly on pause ready to play rather than on record and then changing what we play.
0: Yeah. Nah, I couldn't have said that any better. Um, I just caught a look at the time. Uh, I do okay. have to go train somebody. So, do you have any uh, final, and I'm sure you have some amazing top 1% things to do, too. So,
1: no, what I would like to do with my time is uh, so Marissa probably said something real important there because I saw the website in it. So, let's put yeah. that up and go and, ahead uh, and speak to that. And and I'm, I'm done for the
0: day. She said, I'm glad you mentioned that, Louie. What really gets to me is the conspiracies uh on how people died to me it's extremely disrespectful to all loved ones of people who died by suicide or overdose to chalk it up to some conspiracy uh for every single one of them Mm. yeah i couldn't agree more with that one um and and i think people do it unknowingly so yeah um you said uh you you don't have anything to add for the the final wrap up there
1: no it's taco time for me
0: (laughs) it's it's not tuesday though yeah i will every every time i get off a microphone it's time for a taco my brother i hear that (laughs) i hear that um anyways uh so first of all thank you everybody for watching um thanks for bearing with us i know it's been a while since we've been on i think we're gonna try to get a little bit more consistent although it is the holiday season so it's gonna be a little bit difficult i'm sure but uh, we'll do our best uh in the meantime. If you guys want to uh, uh, follow up on anything that we're doing, you can go to the website right there. Right, I just put it up, WPSN99.com. Uh, you, there it has all of our social links, all of our old shows, all the podcasting for the different platforms. If you'd like to, to stay in touch, if you'd like to reach out to us for any reason, you can find links there to do so. Um, yeah, I, I think my wrap-up is going to be short and sweet today, man. And that is is life is worth living. Um, and, and sometimes we get caught up in existing and we get caught up in the negativity of things. We get caught up in, you know, you know, not world, not doing what we think it should as a fo- as opposed to appreciating what it is. Um, and I think the best way to do that is to find a path, whatever that path is for you, whether it be religious, whether it be spiritual, doesn't matter. Something bigger than yourself and fully commit to it. Really kind of understand what that looks like and, and follow through. I think in doing so, what you'll notice is life, life starts to kind of take on a different tone. And when it takes off, it takes on a different tone, you start to respond to it differently. Your whole outlook starts to change. And as he said, uh, it's not something that's going to happen, you know, one day. It's going to take some time. Consistently commit to like six months. Say to yourself, I'm going to do whatever this path is, and I'm going to truly commit to it for six months and see what happens. Um, and, and if it doesn't, hey, it's only six months of your life. Who cares? You can now walk around and say, oh, that was wrong. But what you might notice is in that six months, everything completely turns around for you. And, 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 that's what we're all looking for so anyways uh that's all we got for the day thank you so much for tuning in if you're watching this on any of your podcasting or youtube stuff please subscribe like share it it does help us um and that's all i got so in the meantime now that you know better do better peace